Welcome to the WordPress Shop Podcast with our hosts, Colleen LaMasters and Adam Miggitz. I'm Colleen LaMasters of Colleen LaMasters Creative, and I specialize in WordPress websites, both design and development. I use thoughtful strategy to create beautifully crafted and optimized websites that are also easy to manage on a day-to-day basis for my clients. Adam Miggitz, located in South Carolina, is a web developer focused on integrating custom functionality to websites. Now let's jump into the episode. How are you? Hello. We are here. We are ready. <laughs> I am. I know. I am. Uh, actually, for Wednesday, I have to say I've had a fairly productive week and awesome. got a lot crossed off my plate. But you'd be interested in my next task, which is to provide access to a WordPress user that only allows them specific access to not only gravity forms, but a specific gravity form within WordPress. So I got to make sure that they can only access that particular form ID and not the other ones so they don't get confused. <laughs> well, that's actually, that's, you, you can actually just add, use a meta box for that form, add a meta box to that form and then turn that on, like turn a, you know, call it page restriction or whatever, form restriction and uh, just an on and off thing, just turn on. And then when, then tap in, I think gravity form, you can probably tap into a filter that when it, creates that form if it's that specific id or has that one of two things either has the id or has you know the meta box thing that you put in you can add that as a conditional to not display or whatever that's an interesting idea because i was just thinking i would put a filter in that restricted a user role so like anybody for example with contributor could only access form nine or whatever you know and go by id but i hadn't thought about a meta box that's an interesting idea yeah, I mean, you can, because I'm sure you can add it to that specific form, whatever, gravity, you know, page, uh, post type, uh, whatever post type gravity form uses. Um, but also you can, add, you can use, but gravity form, like I said, you can actually tap into their filters and hooks, because I'm sure they have one that, that, you know. Yeah, they definitely that. do. Right. And then just, just go, and then go by that actual ID, or if you don't want to limit it to an ID, then just go by, you know, some other settings so that you're not, you know, hard coded that ID. I will definitely take a look. I hadn't, I don't know why I didn't think about a meta box. That's normally my go-to when I want to have something happen is a meta box. So good thinking. Thank you. All right. Problem solved for the morning. (laughs) Yay. Problem solved. Awesome. We love problems being solved. Um, Hey everyone. I'm Colleen. This is our weekly WordPress chat and I'm on the West coast. So 9am Pacific time here. Adam is on the East Coast, so we are bi-coastal, lunchtime for him. But if anyone has any questions or just wants to chat about WordPress or something their site should be doing, but they're not able to figure out how to make it happen, let us know. We will do our best to help you. Adam just helped me solve solve a problem I was having with Gravity Form. So feel free to raise your hand, come on up, and we'll do some chatting about WordPress. We do use pieces of this content for podcasts going forward, but uh, for each of our podcast episodes, I realized that Colleen basically does all the heavy list, lifting with articulating what we were trying to say. <laughs> Listen, I have a PR background, and so my my degrees in communications, which is a, a broad topic, I've narrowed it down to WordPress communications. Now that I have to make a living, but yeah, I I had to do lots of different types of uh, classes on the subject. So, and I just like to talk. It's you blame my mother. I inherited her DNA. <laughs>
<laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I can ramble on and on and on, but I, I don't articulate myself well. Even I do get that way where it would just really be easier if like my family and my husband could just like walk around in my brain and know what I'm thinking because it all makes sense up here. So if you can just understand what I'm trying to say, that make things a lot easier. <laughs> right. It's like, can't you see what's actually in my head? Not what's, you know, coming out of my mouth. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, I know. But I guess that's why I like, and I go back to code. That's where I like code. You know, I'm like, you know what? I can code something and it works. I'm like, look, see, that's the functionality I was talking about. And then they're like, oh, now I see it. <laughs> right. I know I am a pretty visual learner. And so that's one of the nice things about, you know, web design is that I can, I can see what I want and then I can go in the code and make it behave and result in, in, you know, or get the desired result, I guess I should say. So it's, it's a nice juxtaposition of design and code in my world. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was actually, yeah, it's funny. We're, we were talking about themes last week or custom themes. I was, uh, playing around with the block themes and uh, looking a little bit at the, the JSON or the theme.json or whatever it was structure. And it's an interesting structure. I, I have to, they, they've changed a few things. So I have to go back and really kind of look deep dive kind of into it and see, you know, how they're displaying stuff and you, you know, want to, or need to have it, the layout there so that the files, the, the file structure is different. So I have to make sure that I'm converting you know, the way I'm doing current themes, as they call it, the classic theme over to these uh, newer themes. Uh, but it's it's definitely interesting way that they're, I, 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 I don't know, I, I at first glance, I like it, but I don't know, I, I can get a little bit, let's see, I don't know what the word, not, not, uh, like it's just a little uh, convoluted, maybe. Maybe I mean it's I guess because I'm I've been doing you know custom themes the classic for you know just set way, I guess maybe just change any when you change the structure of that, then I'm it's kind of like okay wait a minute you said to do this and now you're doing this you know but you know it's obviously it's to to go with their their new uh, theme how they handle it you know the just the file structure. Well, I was. I was reading an article on, do you ever cruise by WP Tavern and read their blog posts on, on the goings on in the WordPress world? It's a really interesting, you know, take on different things. And one of the questions they posed recently was with this new, you know, full site editing and the theme.json, um, does it even make sense? Because Matt, and I always pronounce his name wrong, Matt Mullenweg, is that how you say the founder of WordPress's last name? But he had originally, when full site editing became a thing, he was like, I want to see like, you know, 5,000 unique themes with full site editing capabilities. And then WP Tavern had a blog post like, well, do we really need that many? Because now it's like supposed to be super flexible. So if we don't, if it's all that, you know, flexibility, shouldn't we just have like one base theme that everything is built off of? And we can, you know, use that flexibility and bent and build all of the themes off of that one theme. So it's just an interesting I personally don't agree with that. I, I think that at the end of the day, because I'm building websites for clients that are so highly customized and it depends on, you know, people's design chops and how comfortable they are, you know, just because you can code something doesn't always necessarily mean it translates to a proper design and, you know, making sure that you get those conversions on the website. So I personally still am in the, the custom theme camp. Um, but I do want to make things easier for my clients to make the the basic updates, you know, and like put a blog post up there or change out the content on their hero or, you know, on the homepage, stuff like that. So 
Um, but interesting, interesting thoughts on on the direction of WordPress. Yeah, I think the more we can add, or at least going just to even just using traditional classic theme, the more we can customize from from building out themes, customize the user experience, have you know specific pages that help client, you know, the client needs specifically, you know, they want to do things in a certain way, build that into their theme that says, okay, go to this page, you know, admin page, whatever it is, theme, admin page, whatever. And now you can just, you know, turn things on and off or do things how you want it or how you need it. So it's right there instead of trying to figure out what am I doing? And having them scratch their head or call you every, every five minutes to be like, what am I doing? <laughs> I know for sure. Just working on some highly customized like stuff that I would never have to apply to other clients. It's very unlikely because it's like, oh, this one user needs this one access to the gravity forms entries only. I don't want to be able to build forms, but they should be able to look at the entries and make updates. So it's like so specific that it's, I, I wish I could go more big picture and find some things that I could apply to a, like, and actually make some, some progress across multiple clients, but such is life. So we will do these, these unique customizations today. Well, if you, if, unless you're using something specific that Gravity Forms has, you know, you can, you know, maybe build in, inside your own theme that you build your clients, put in, you know, your own, you know, form template or, or you know, without using Gravity Forms, that way you can customize however they want to do that. I know that's added work, but depending on how much if you're using a lot of features that Gravity Forms already does, then obviously you don't want to, you know, recreate what Gravity Forms is doing. But if it's only, right. you know, so, you know, then use Gravity Forms and just tap into that. But, you know, so that's what I was saying. Yeah, no, Gravity Forms has kind of been my go-to just because it's so robust and I don't have to reinvent a lot of the wheel. And these like little one-off things are so like, like I said, they're one-offs. And so, um, you know, Gravity Forms builds into most major email marketing platforms. And so that automates that. I mean, I'm all about the automation. <laughs> so how can I automate things? Um, one of my other tasks will be, uh, and it, I don't know if Adam, you know the answer to this because we've talked about it a little bit before, but I got to get gravity forms to talk to monday.com. That is the project management software, I guess is what you would call it. I'm not super familiar with monday.com, but that's what my client is using. And I would love to have Gravity Forms integrate in with it as well as they accept donations. And it would be great to get all of the donor info that is a custom post type um, and a user level. So not only is the donation the custom post type, but it creates a role called donor. And I would love to get all of that information automated over to monday.com. So there's, those are my tasks for this week and see if I can accomplish those. <laughs> Well, we, we talked a little bit about that. They have, because Monday has the, uh, Monday.com has the API, which you can send, grab whatever data you want and push it out to, to Monday.com. Right. Through their API. It does have the API. So I need to sit down and dedicate some time to connecting those dots. <laughs> well, I mean, look, if you, it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all about the, the API as we've discussed uh, integration. So if you want to, you know, brainstorm on a quick zoom zoom thing or whatever sometime you know just let me know and i will be happy to uh awesome help you Thank with you. that so that would be great yes out of the box wordpress you know some of the terminology may not make sense for some people i mean it does to me because i'm in it every day but you know if you see if you see page that's pretty self-explanatory page add new you know people understand that but post 
they don't always necessarily equate that to blog post. And so, you know, if that's the case, let's rename it, call it something else that makes sense to the client. And so that they'll know and be like, oh, that's where I put my, my news stories, or that's where I put my, you know, and WordPress allows you to do all those things to make it easier to use. So I, I kind of am of the sentiment that if you aren't feeling like WordPress, if you've paid for like a nice shiny new site and you're not feeling like it's easy to use then your designer developer kind of let you down a little bit and didn't give you the you know, the roadmap on how to manage your site. So that kind of stinks. And I, if that's the case, let me know and I will help you. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, that, that uh, roadmap or whatever is, is definitely crucial. Um, especially, you know, even if you build a, you know, site for someone and then, you know, for whatever reason you change careers or something happens to you or whatever, you know, you want them to have, you know, all the, all the, the, documentation or roadmaps that either they can follow themselves or if they can't, another developer can see what, what's going on. But, uh, uh, yeah. And you mentioned, um, oh yeah. So, so, right. So like the, the post thing, page posts behind the scenes, I mean, you and I know it's all, you know, word, you know, a class called WordPress underscore post, right. Is the class name. And then that class name, you know, has of course meta, uh, information attached to that and you can put in whatever you want, but, you can have custom, you can have, you know, but by default, it's actually called post, which is you know, traditionally used for blogs. But again, you have pages and then custom post types. But so, yeah, so just the, the renaming or, or setting things up, how uh, how a client is going to, you know, their their um, process. Yeah, their or terminology. Their or terminology, their, yeah. Yeah, it really does make a difference. And it's such a... Um, it's such a little thing that you can do to, you know, to make things easier for the client in the long run and, and provide value. So that's, um, yeah, it's just, man, I, I really can appreciate it. And I should also say we are discussing for clarity's sake, we are discussing wordpress.org. Um, wordpress.com is a different animal in that even though it has the same name, same content management system, um, you know, the items that you have access to and some of that renaming stuff uh, is not as accessible in wordpress.com as it is in wordpress.org. So wordpress.org is the fully, you know, you host it, it's open source, do what you want with it. Wordpress.com is, uh, you know, the back end looks similar, but uh, there's a lot more restrictions, especially when it comes to certain plugins you can use and things like that. So we're discussing wordpress.org, which is uh, the, the freer, well, it is free, but also the freer in the sense that you can do what you want with it uh, version of WordPress. Yeah, the blank slate, as I call it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, blank slate. That's a good name for it. Um, yeah, because it's like, all right, we're going to be able to give you, you know, here's your, here's your structure. Go ahead, knock yourself out, <laughs> build whatever you need. Right. Um, right. But, you know, so I think with, because it's like that, I, I go back to this before, if we have, if, a, you know, you create a theme or if we create a theme or a plugin or something that helps, you know, uh, even make the UI a little bit, uh, or page it, you know, whether, and then not to change the UI because then you know, now you're kind of going against the whole WordPress structure. But even adding into it the uh, the back end to have uh, custom custom pages to simply so if somebody can simply go in instead of being like, what do I click now? They can actually go to a page and said, you know, 
manage site or, or manage uh, membership site or manage contacts or you know or whatever uh, specific to it, and then they can just turn things on and off, and it does things similar to you know another platform that, that has those built in, just to, just to, just to make it easier for people to um, to tap into because you know, not everybody you know has a desire to code, you know, um, so. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, again, I, I like to do design and development. It, it, uh, challenges both my creative side and my analytical side. You know, there are some people who prefer, you know, one or the other and WordPress allows you, especially with the new full site editing, allows you to do a little bit of both, you know, depending on what area you want to kind of focus on. So, yeah, it just, it, it has a lot of flexibility to it. I keep saying the same thing. It's just, it's like WordPress is so flexible. I, I'm going to have to get a coffee mug made. Oh, there we go. Let's see. WordPress. How can we word that? Let's see. But WordPress, your blank slate. Yeah. Uh, on a coffee yeah. Mug. Is that too, too wordy for a coffee mug? I know. Well, it's, well, if it's my coffee mug, it's going to be huge anyway. So plenty of real estate for coffee. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's the only coffee mug uh, I'll have. Yeah, if it's if it's small, that's what's the point? You gotta have. You know, it's true. If I can fit my whole, I know. I literally can pour my my thirty whatever it is ounce French press into my one mug. <laughs> that is you a coffee? That's the that's the best kind right there. Hey, I would like to ask on a different note. Have you ever attended? And I know we haven't had any lately because of the pandemic. But have you attended any word camps? before i have not i've seen them you know online and and seen you know look at looked at some of the forums but i've not actually attended them have you i did i attended word camp sacramento because i am up in northern california and that's about an hour for me so um i had done that that would have been 2017 holy mackerel five years ago wow and i found them really valuable because it was kind of like you know a bunch of clubhouse rooms on WordPress and you can just pick the track and like bounce back and forth between tracks if you wanted to. But you know, it was like being in a, in a real life room. <laughs> so um, I had read something earlier that they're going to start getting those back going now that we're kind of, gosh, dare I say out of the woods. I don't know if that's the, if that's safe to say yet, I don't want to jinx anything, but um, they are talking about doing some more in-person ones. And because I work, you know, I work obviously for myself, which is great, and, but I don't have a lot of contact. You know, it's not like I can go by the water cooler and, uh, you know, have a, hey, what'd you do this weekend? You know, so I really enjoy the WordPress uh, or the WordCamps because I can, you know, get together with other like-minded WordPress folks and, and learn something. So I was interested to see if there were, if you'd ever been and what your experience with the WordCamps had been. But yeah, I, I recommend them if you, if they start back up they're they're worth checking out, especially, you know, they usually put the, you know, the tracks online and the different, you know, the, the different modules or whatever you want to call them. And so, you know, some of them are always more interesting than others uh, based on what, you know, your individual interest is, but yeah, I wish, I wish they'd have more so I can get back into, into in-person events. Well, I think they, you know, with in-person is, is good, you know, sometimes it, get, it gets you out and out and about, but, you know, having digital events, I don't know. I, I think I can, you can, you know, reach and see more, like look at Clubhouse, online event, you know, essentially, you know, we can see more people, get more people around the world uh, that way. But I guess it depends no, very on, the, true. on the goal. Yeah. And that's, I, I have to say that um, on the day-to-day basis, I am really, I really appreciate this Clubhouse setup because... Um, 
I'm zoomed out, to be honest. I don't, I don't want to put on makeup every day. I don't want to have to be seen every day. And so on Clubhouse, like, you don't know this right now, but before we started the room, I worked out. And so I am like pink face, sweaty. Like I don't, I shouldn't be seen in public, but I can talk to you. And now that I just kind of added myself, you know, but otherwise you would have no idea. And I can just chat away. Like this is a normal business meeting. And you don't know if I'm in like a three piece suit or having just stepped out of the gym. So I, I really do like the, um, the non-visual and audio only part of clubhouse for sure. Yeah, that's definitely handy. Cause even yesterday I did a podcast episode that I'm going to be, I mean, I was a guest on somebody else's podcast. There we go. <laughs> and we did zoom, but I just, you know, I, I was, uh, it was, you know, evening time and I was kind of eating stuff and I just, <clears throat> even though it was zoom, I was like, you know what? Camera off because all, all we needed was audio because, you know, we're just doing the, doing the uh, podcast. So, Literally, it was just like this. Uh, essentially, I was talking um, on the Zoom, and there was no camera. So because I turned turn it off, so I'm like, you know what? I, I, there's no, no need to have the uh, the camera. <laughs> so we just use the audio feature. for sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's it it's a nice feature, and I have to also say that Clubhouse has given me. This is not even WordPress related anymore, but uh, Clubhouse has also given me the opportunity to, like you mentioned. Um, you know, talk to people from all around the world. I have been um, brushing up on my Italian language learning, thanks to Clubhouse, like speaking with actual, like Italian speaker, like native Italian speakers, which I don't really have an opportunity to do out here on the West Coast too often. So uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really grateful for the platform and just being able, especially during a time of, uh, you know, such isolation when you're not supposed to be going anywhere, you know, when everything first went down, but to have an opportunity to, to still, you know, talk about the things that interest me specifically, you know, WordPress and, and other areas and doing so in an audio only environment has been great. You know, like I said, it's, it's, we meet people from all across the world. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. Um, so tell me, and let's go back and talk about a little bit more about WordPress. Um, tell me what is on your WordPress agenda for the rest of the week. What kind of projects do you have going? Um, I'm trying to, I'm actually, I know this, this sounds bad because client work always comes first, but I'm, I'm actually, the rest of the week, I'm trying to, you know, push client rate work as much as I can kind of aside because I have to get my freaking website done. <laughs> Yes, good for you. I support it. No, I, I keep I, putting my own website in the back burner, and I'm like, and I look at it, I'm like, oh, my site, I didn't add that. I'm like, oh, I gotta do, you know, so. I need to just do my own freaking site. I totally <laughs> get where you're coming from. Um, for the longest time, it was like, here I am, web design development, like trying to, you know, cultivate and grow my business, and then people would go to my site, and I'd be like. Oh, don't, don't look directly at it. It's under construction. And it was the epitome of, you know, the cobbler's children have no shoes. That was like, that was my theme for a really long time. And I, you know, I scheduled my own, I scheduled working on my site as if I were scheduling client work and I made myself the client. So that's exactly what it sounds like you're doing for the rest of this week. You have made yourself the client. And I think that's a completely fair thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I just, you know, I'm to the point where I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous. I don't have my site up. And like you said, the cobbler's kids without you, you know, whatever. I'm like, analogy. And I'm just like, all right, hold on. I, I, need, to, <laughs> I need to at least have, you know, a, uh, 
a basic site. You know, it's not going to be perfect, but I showed you a little bit of a, a preliminary design I was working on. So it's going to be kind of that same, you know, it's nothing fancy, but it's, you know, it'll, it'll do. <laughs> awesome. Good for you. I actually stole that idea that you had for uh, the welcome on your site. And I think I mentioned to you that I was working on a musician website um, for a, a, he's actually my, I don't do a lot of family work, um, but he is the uncle of my husband. He lives in Maryland outside of Frederick and performs at a lot of venues in and around the Frederick area. And um, I'm working on his website. So I stole that idea that you had for the audio um, clip on the hero. We're going to be doing, yeah, we're going to be doing a, a sound clip, like some of his original music on the homepage instead of like a spoken, you know, welcome message. But I just, I thought that was such a cool idea for a musician, you know, especially when video load times being what they are and most people looking at it on their phone and you don't want to bog them down with, with a, you know, like an embedded YouTube video or something like that. So um, I, I love, Love that idea. Thank you. Uh, I stole it. <laughs> hey, that's, I'm sure I, I saw from somewhere. Who knows? But yeah, I, uh, I just, uh, I just came up with it just because I'm like, you know what, what else? I'm like, oh, I can do an audio thing, you know, and, and granted, you know, I'm not that articulate, but at least it's uh, uh, something, you know, they can hear a voice. Um, but I also have, and I did, you, you, you'll be impressed. I actually put what I say in text in the like i have a larger footer above the actual footer uh it's so it's actually you know it's a readable thing on the on the uh, page i'm like hey look at yes! me <laughs> yes oh i am so proud of you so i um for those of you who may not know i am a big advocate of trying to make things um ada compliant but also like what good seo value that provides as well so you know because obviously google can't can't listen to what you're saying so if you have it in the text in there that that provides some seo juice as well so and again the you know someone with with a hearing impairment will now be able to understand and read um your welcome note so yes well done <laughs> super excited about that <laughs> I just have to make sure before I go live that I add, make sure that it adds in the, uh, in the header and stuff that I have the, uh, all the meta tags and stuff, you know, keyword description, yada, yada, because I usually I'll, 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 that'll be due to the last thing. And I, I'll like push it live. I'm like, all right, it's good to go. And I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't add the meta. <laughs> so I'm just going to run. Have a I know. Note. I know. There's always going to be something. I mean, hopefully it's not the meta, but there's always going to be something that, you know, it's like, Oh, I need to do this. And then that's one of the things that I tell my clients. It's like, just because you have done your work, your website, it's not like a finished, you know, it's not like a book report that you've turned in your work and now it's done. And, you know, like this is a work in progress and you're going to need to update it. And, you know, things change, the tech changes and, you know, everything should be evaluated and reevaluated and, you know, kept up to date. So there's always going to be something to do and work on with your site. And I, the only thing I can't forget is actually to hook it to uh, Google Analytics. Because yes. that's what, what I've done in the past yes. where I forget. And I'm like, I go to Google Analytics. I'm like, huh, that's weird. And I go, I'm like, oh, I didn't even connect it. <laughs> yeah, it's like such a, uh, you know, price is right. <laughs> you go and look at your Google Analytics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, bummer. Um, don't forget Search Console too you know make sure you you've hooked in right search, search console thank you yep thank you. absolutely Actually, i'm gonna write hold on while i'm thinking that uh let me just 
uh, I'm actually gonna put up in my notes about that because I will I forget everything with not written down. I know I have a like a, a launch checklist that I go through and just making sure because for the most part I have it committed to memory, but you know there are so many things that you want to check off when you are getting ready to launch your site and you know if there were any URL changes and stuff like that, make sure you account for those with the redirects and things of that nature. So. Yeah, those are all important things. WordPress makes it easy to do that. So that's the good news. Yeah, thankfully, I don't have, you know, I have to redirect anything because it's still the same site. I just put up a <clears throat> maintenance page. I think I put, you know, we're removing something or whatever. Right, right. Whatever yeah. I, Redecor- I like redecorating. So, that's yeah. always good. So, yes. Well, yeah, I have been working on let's see um a lot of gravity forms one of my my go-to wordpress plugins um because i can bend that to my will oftentimes i i think i've told you my gravity forms success story of you know i set up gravity forms for a mortgage calculator that was a that was a win for me that one took a long time to to do but i got that so gravity forms i'm working in that today within wordpress and um trying to still you know, brush up on, on my own site from, like I said, it's, it's a work in progress. And even though it's like live and quote unquote complete ish, um, there's always stuff, stuff to be done for, for websites, whether it's WordPress, Squarespace or any other content management system. But um, yeah, just doing some housekeeping stuff after I get my client work done. And yeah, that's, that's my WordPress agenda for the week. Very, very nice. Yeah, I think, like you said, you need, you know, you want to brainstorm or whatever. We can just, uh, we can talk about the the Monday.com thing. Uh, to, to yeah, I... Put the gravity into there because it shouldn't be that. Uh, so I'm, I was telling you a little bit about the integration of those things. It shouldn't be that that difficult uh, to do. So Yeah, um, that would be awesome. I am, I feel like, you know, do you ever get the feeling that um, even though all the clients it's wordpress and so for the most part your clients can make the the updates themselves i mean as far as like hey i want to add this new blog post or hey i want to put this event on my website it's like you guys we made it easy to do this for you you don't have to know any code you don't have to know anything but they still come back and ask you to do it which is it's fine you know every once in a while it i swear they just all come at once and the floodgates open and everyone wants content updates all at once and it all needs to be done yesterday of course. So I have been working on a bunch of those. And it's like, you guys, I want to do some of the my fun coding stuff, but also can't ignore the things that pay the bills. So we're getting it all done. But that, that Monday.com integration has been, that's kind of my thing that got pushed to the back burner because all the other client work that, that popped up in front of it. So I'm going to have to focus and, and get that integration set up. So we'll, we can chat about that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you will just to see what uh, what they offer with the, you know, uh, I showed you a little bit of the, the integration. It's like in WordPress, again, their built-in functions make it so easy to tap into that and then, you know, to getting remote information and then you just, you know, based on whatever uh, it gets, then you can just have it, uh, I'm trying to say, use the data however you want. <laughs> Right. I know that's the nice thing is that you can like all the data's in there. And I never, you know, the funny thing is I never thought of myself as like someone who was really, you know, that strong in database. And then, but like 
WordPress is a database and it's like, hello. Yeah. You know, I, I can, I can work in a database, you know, a little bit who and pull out the data that I need. It's all in there. So just, you know, select what you want and come to find out. I, I know my way around a database who, who would have guessed. <laughs> yep. Yep. Take and go and it goes and make it, you know, go either. So grab that information and then send it to like say a monday.com or Google or wherever you're sending it to. Or vice versa, take information, you know, whether it's through webhook uh, or just through whatever your own call and then put it into the, the WordPress side uh, database. But that's that's the other beauty of uh, WordPress is they have built in. You can set up a custom route, they call it pretty quickly, which basically you can tap into. So if you have a webhook from whatever, you know, some payment gateway or if Monday.com have has webhooks that you know that ha, you know when certain things happen, basically you know it, it'll send information. It'll automatically send certain information to wherever. So with WordPress, you can add a custom route, and it'll have it directly go to that, custom, you know, through the custom route to your callback function to say, hey, this information is coming in now, whatever, and then just you know handle it, save it, whatever you want to do. Nice. I did not know about the custom route. I mean, I never had heard that term. So very cool. Thank you. Yesterday, I had a really, I had a busy day, but sometimes the busiest days are the ones where I'm most productive because I know that I have to be on point with my time management. <laughs> and so um, I'm hoping I can carry that through and like start knocking off a bunch of stuff on the, on the to-do list today. But I definitely want to pick your brain about that monday.com API integration. And because it's, it is, it's twofold. It's gravity forms, you know, feeding the gravity forms information, but also feeding in the custom post type info and that, that metadata that goes along with the custom post type. So I haven't fully thought it all the way through yet. So I may not, I, I got to think about it before I, so I can explain it to you. <laughs> so it sounds like you have, so basically you want monday.com to say, to stay updated based on whatever comes into the website. Correct. Right? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, that's because I'm trying to think. So once, because even with gravity forms, because of the way they have it set up and their action hooks, they probably have an action hook that when, you know, said form comes in, you know, that's the trigger that you're going to apply whatever the, the function that'll say, okay, now take this information and now push it out to, you know, through Monday's, uh, API to their, this account, this, you know, all the authentication, blah, 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 you know, and there you go. Now you have all the information transferred over to there. Right. And that's really, I mean, I, I just really, that's exactly, I want to just automate everything because as of right now, you know, if the website receives a donation, we have to go and manually export that, that donor info, the donation info, and then put it into the database in monday.com. And it's just, there's a better way. There, there absolutely oh, is a there, better way. There absolutely so is. Yes. We can automate that. But then also, you know, second to that, we're also collecting um, prior to, we weren't using monday.com. The client recently started with monday.com. And so we already had set up gravity forms for a profile, essentially, and you know some information that will help us segment our emails and so that you know gravity forms already um, integrates in with mailchimp and so that was an easy automation there but then they also want the information to go into monday.com 
And, you know, that wasn't part of the original game plan when we set out to use Gravity Forms and MailChimp and all that kind of stuff. So now I'm looking for ways to to automate because, again, we, you know, I have part of it automated where it goes into MailChimp, but I don't have the other part where it goes into Monday.com. And I don't want to have to be doing that like once a month or, you know, something like that. What if the client wants to send out an email before I've had a chance to update, you know, with all the new email addresses that have been collected, that sort of thing. So automation, WordPress makes automation so easy. I just need to take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. All of their, their built-in functions and, and just their, their, the way they have it structured is, is like, wow, okay, look what we can do. All right. Sometimes I have to slow, slow, slow myself down because I'm like, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, oh, do this, do, okay. Well, slow down. I'm, what, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, you're doing this function. Don't, I, know, don't, I know. Don't go down that rabbit hole today. You know? <laughs> That's my problem. It's like, so then I start thinking, okay, well, here's, here's the reason that I needed to set this up. And then I start thinking like, it's almost like a ripple effect. So I, I start something with the small ripple and then it goes out to the outside rings of like, how can I apply this and make it more flexible for, you know, future needs? Or what if this scenario pops up? How can I make it already be flexible for that? So that's, that's the interesting part about WordPress and how I have to sometimes like hone it in a little bit and like rein myself in. Well, I love that there's all these different ways to achieve things. That's, I think, kind of the, the cool part. You know, there's, there's more than one way to achieve the desired result. And so like, you're like, yeah, I could have used PHP because I'm more familiar with it. But isn't that part of the challenge and, and how we grow is like learning that new skill and kind of like stretching ourselves a little bit and like Adam's like oh I could do this for iOS I could do this for like that I because I don't really have like my my dev chops are pretty WordPress and and web related I mean they're not web app chops at all so um I you know like the even thinking about different operating systems and stuff like that kind of makes my head spin a little bit so you guys you impress me <laughs> Well, and, you know, it always, you know, it's, a, I, I like to accept challenges too. And the other way, going back, bring it back to WordPress, you know, people will say, okay, I'm using this platform or this language or, or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, let's see, can I use WordPress to do that? I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, yep, you know, 99.9% .9 of the chance, time, yes. The, the answer is yes, you could do it in WordPress, whatever the they're doing over there and whatever else. Uh, so. You gave me just such a great idea because I have like just the simple like renaming of the files of the image files before uploading. So there's no more like IMG underscore nine zero one two five dot JPEG. Oh man, I, I got to figure out if there's a way to implement that because that would be a huge thing to be able to offer clients for um, like, cause they, they never, I tell them, but they never remember to rename their files. So, Ooh, Ooh, I like, I like this idea a lot. <laughs> um, I have that already. Cause I, when, when, when you upload either like audio or, uh, audio or some kind of file, uh, I do that. I change the name to whatever I want. I, I can, you know, make it a, you know, you can tag it with, you know, if it's not going to be public, doesn't need to have a nice name. You can make it, you know, one, two, eight, three, six, whatever, dot, whatever. Or you can make it, you know, you know, Adam, you know, Adam dot, whatever, JPEG, you know. So, but I already have that, Colleen. We can, we can talk about that. I, I can let you No know. way. Oh, my so, gosh. Okay. You, specific you guys just my mind. That is awesome. Um, see, this is why it's like all the stuff that you can do that I never even thought of. And I'm like, oh, that's genius. Why didn't I think of that? Because that's so smart. 
that would be that would be an amazing thing to have because again you know provide some seo value there with your your file names and stuff and that's one of those things that you upload it and you're like oh i forgot to change the file name and then what do you use okay delete it rename you know anyway crazy yeah good good stuff i love it code to me is like candy you know it's like you know i get all excited about it so <laughs> i love hearing these kinds of stories and just yeah it's just so crazy i i think it's so cool um, we are talking about wordpress and um, we'll help you troubleshoot or if you have you know i you want your site to behave a certain way or have a certain functionality we'd be happy to help you solve that and figure out how to how to make that happen okay that concludes this episode our hosts will return with another topic in the next episode bye bye everyone <laughs>